the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to RFUA Swell Radio, radio for unsigned artists. RFUA is here to unite the listening audience, unsigned and undeveloped musical talent with well-known and established music industry contacts. Get ready to join members of the San Diego-based musical group SLED for a journey celebrating rock and roll music both past, present, and future. This is Swell Radio, RFUA, on The Answer San Diego. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, we've reached Memorial Day weekend. It's the 29th of May, 2021, and this evening we have one of the biggest names in concert promotions of all time, Danny Zalisco, the Swazi Music Minute, the sled track of the week. Before we get to all that, my name's Peter DeLuke. My name's Dino DeLuke. My name's Kerry Rothman. And that means I must be Swell Ozzy. And I'm Cole Lewis, rounding out the fun on a Saturday night. If you want a road, I mean a golden road down the nostalgic road of rock and roll and hearing about some of the inside you know, things going on in the business end of things, Mr. Zalisco is the guy that's going to share it with you the next hour. We got a lot more coming your way. Grab some Corvoisier, some Hennessy, throw a log <laughs> on that outdoor fire pit, a 12-pack, whatever you got to do. Let's rev it up. Just AM get some beer. <laughs> 96.1 FM on the answer. KCBQ San Diego. Swell Radio. RFUA. We'll be right back. There's more Swell Radio. RFUA. Radio for unsigned artists. On the answer, San Diego. For all your legal needs, Arena Law Group, 2732 Fifth Avenue, San Diego, California, 92103. All aspects of criminal law from DUI, domestic violence, drug charges, homicide, and even all your civil litigation needs. Albert Arena, over 35 years of trial experience in San Diego County. Arena Law Group, 619-231-3100. Again, 619-231-3100. Albert Arena, he won't let you down. Swell Radio would like to thank our sponsors. Vox Direct, Brock Scott Photography, Brenniger Chiropractic, Always Metal Auto and Metal Recycling, Last Day's Tattoo, Mary's Donuts, Lakeside, Ramona Main Stage Theater, Rock and Roll San Diego, Conlin Digital Media, and the Arena Law Group. Without their sponsorship, our show would not be possible. Hi, this is Roy Z from Halford, Bruce Dickinson, and Tribe Gypsy, and you're listening to Swell Radio, RFUA. Welcome back to RFUA Swell Radio, radio for unsigned artists. On The Answer, San Diego. Swell Radio, RFUA. You know, this week we have a real pleasure of bringing a real rock and roll legend on our show. 
You know, there's been a few huge guys in this country that have promoted rock and roll for the last 40, 50 years. Bill Graham being one of them, who I've actually had the pleasure of meeting when I was in Reno. Uh, John Schur in New York, where me and Pete grew up in Ozzy. But now we get to bring Mr. Danny Zalisco on our show this week. Legendary. And we are thrilled with this. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Danny Zalisco. Hey, now. Danny, we're so thrilled you're here. Your book weighs about eight tons. Uh, uh, it's it's a masterpiece of rock history, uh, experiences, behind the scenes. It's called All Excess. Welcome to the show. There are so many stories we want to talk to you about because literally you've done 12,000 shows in your career. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, one of these days I'm going to get some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> if only we had like a three-hour show because yeah, this, with all the, look at the size of that book. Danny, tell us about, if you can, where did it all begin for you? <laughs> well, as far as far as the book goes, um, I would say about fifty or sixty years in the making, mm. uh, because you know that's when all the stories started up. I mean, you know, one minute you're a little kid fetching autographs from from your your sports idols, and the next minute you're on stage with Paul McCartney. I, I can't explain any of it. Uh, other than the fact that it's a lot of one, you know, following one foot after the other and seeing where you end up. But bottom line, uh, showing up is half the game. The other half of the game is figuring out how to stay there. And it's not an easy, it's not an easy mission for anybody, whether you're in a rock band or you want to be in the, the radio business or you want to be a rock promoter. It's, it's one of those things where so many people in line ahead of you who've already got a leg up on you because they've already been doing it a day longer than you. And it's your mission to figure out how do you bump them to the side or, or walk alongside of them instead of walking behind them. And, and that's the key. That's the magic right there. So there's so many names, you know, that we can, we've seen and I, familiar. I, I looked at some names and one of the names that came really hits me hard is like Dino mentioned before we were off air about Jeff Beck. I'm a huge Carlos Santana fan. Can you elaborate on working with Carlos? I mean, it must've been amazing. Um, yeah, Carlos, um, I started working with probably, I used one of the biggest acts that I worked with earlier on in my career. Um, sadly, I don't do much of, with them anymore, but that's not my choice. That's, uh, that's, that's another story altogether. That's management and right. making deals, you know, and, but, but back in the day, uh, Bill Graham managed Carlos and, um, uh, we did shows every year, uh, starting in Phoenix and then we got up to Vegas, we went to Albuquerque, Santa Fe. Here, I'll tell you a great one in Santa Fe. We were at a place called the Santa Fe Downs, which a lot of big bands have played over the years. And they usually use that place uh, prior to when they had one of those, you know, they call them sheds, but amphitheaters, the outdoor things. Mm -hmm. And the Santa Fe Downs, we would face the stage to the, you know, the grandstand side of the racetrack. And we had a lot of people coming one day for a show. This is maybe mid early to mid nineties. And, um, it was raining. It was raining and raining and raining. And Carlos comes up and he's upset. It's raining. Everybody's upset. It's raining. And he looks at me, we're standing right nose to nose. And he goes, what are you doing booking us when it's raining? <laughs> <laughs> like you control the clouds, said, the weather. I said, Carlos, Carlos, you're the Zen master of all guitar players. <laughs> you know, you know, while I'm heavy, I'm not that heavy. This is above my, this is above my pay grade. 
And he goes, well, it's got to stop. And uh, as he said it, it stopped. See? It was the weirdest, weirdest damn thing ever. And, he, and I go, wait, wait. And he goes, what? what? I go, listen. He goes, I don't hear anything. I said, that's right. That's money talking, baby. <laughs> there you go. Danny. Uh, so so we, we got our show. Everybody was a little moist, but the audience didn't care. The band didn't care. I didn't care. Because a, a, a thing like that, that's a $100,000 plus swing. One minute you're making money, the next minute you're paying all the bills, giving everybody their money back. And uh, nobody wants to do that. Absolutely. So, Danny. We want the show. Yeah. This Dino again. Okay. I know that you worked with Mahavishnu and McLaughlin, and I know Carlos and McLaughlin were working with, really into a guy named Shri Shamoy back in the 70s. And um, actually, an, a, a, a friend of our family, who was actually like an older brother to me and Pete, yeah, came to live with us, and he was actually in Mahavishnu. Did you have anything to do with that New York City Central Park concert that went on for that? No, 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 no. I... The, you know, like I, I met up with Mahavishnu um, before I promoted, and they were, you know, the smaller, uh, the smaller band with uh, Jan Hammer and and Billy Cobham. The oh, one yeah. that I got, the one I got was right after those groundbreaking, legendary records that they did, Intermounting Flame and all that. Okay. Um, I got the next one, so I was in 1974. So I got the next incarnation of Mahavishnu. Which was this twenty-three piece orchestra? My my brother was um, in that version, actually. Yeah. Wow, that was the right. one with uh, Jean Jean Luc Pani was uh, in yeah. there. Yes, Michael Walden. Michael Walden. Yep. yep. Oh yeah. Michael Walden was playing drums. Yep. And and so I went and I wanted to pull a Bill Graham. This is my first concert. Night. Actually, what's the date today? May twenty eighth, June second is the forty seventh anniversary of that show. Wow. How about that? That's crazy. Way cool. Hey, so... Hey. So insane. I mean, it, it was like yesterday, but here's here's the wild thing that happened. I wanted to pull a Bill Graham, and I go, I'm going to put a cool opening act on with Mahavishnu that has nothing to do with Mahavishnu, and I booked Journey's first date outside oh, of San Francisco. No. Yeah. Wow. Shut so, up. We know, Neil. For five, know. 500 bucks. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's, know, that's the greatest deal ever. If I ever see Neil Shonigan, I'm going to talk to him about that because we know Neil. That, so. is, that is the yeah, greatest but, deal ever. But, but here's where it goes downhill and turns into the worst deal ever. I mean, the band was excited and happy to have this booking and that somebody outside of California believed in them. I mean, of course, I knew who they were. I, was, I knew all that stuff. And But the, the manager from my vision calls me and goes, hey, man, we love Neil Shon. We love Journey. We're, we wish them the best. But they're not going to be on this stage. I said, why not? I said, why not? And they said, we have a 23 piece band. And once we set that stuff up, we are not moving for anybody. He goes, he goes, where do you propose Ainsley Dunbar puts his 12 by 12 drum set? Oh, yeah, not, not a lot of room for that with 23 people no. on the stage. Oh, my so God. I had a call back. I had to call Journey and fire him. Oh, my God. Oh, God. So hold that thought. we got to get to a track here. Uh, we definitely want to talk about the band that we're going to be playing right now. We've got our special guest, Danny Zalisco, right here on Swell Radio, RFUA.
Swell Radio, RFUA, our special guest, Danny Zalisco, with a hilarious story of Jimmy Page deciding to take commercial airlines for a show. (laughs) He's showing up just a a little late, Danny. What happened there? Well, the story I got was that he just had a, I don't know what it was, a a conscience thing, and and he decided that he was going to travel with the people, man. And uh, he he went uh, commercial. I think it was Hughes Air West, by the way, um, which became Southwest many years later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, he didn't come with the band, and there was a huge, huge break in between. Uh, who was playing? Lee Michaels, who was a big San Francisco act. Wow. Uh, he had he had that great song. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, great song. I'm a keyboard player. Love Lee Michaels song. was a huge early influence on me. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. So he played, and, and there ended up being over a two-hour delay. Um, and uh, they asked me to, I don't, I don't know how it came around to it, because I can't remember, but it was 1973. Um, they had me use the eight tracks that they had there in the sound booth. There was about a dozen of them. I can't remember what they were either. Um, and and I did them in different order for over two hours, and, and nobody seemed to really notice that I was playing the same stuff in different order. <laughs> you were DJ <laughs> for, for a day. Time. But, I mean, you know, the bottom, you know, bottom line was everybody was just waiting for them to show up. And, and when they did show up, they did a, uh, a three-and-a-half-hour show, almost three-and-a-half hours. And, and the one song that stood out, the most on that day was Over the Hills. Oh, awesome. Um, it, it, it was like I looked there and it was like, and I realized it wasn't a fog hanging over the audience, but it was a kind of man-created fog. <laughs> and it, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful place. I can imagine, especially early on in their career, you know. Well, not that early on, 73-ish, basically. I think Swell Ozzy had a question for you, Danny. I do, Danny. Danny, you once said that the Grateful Dead set the standard for the rock bands you work with, how they distributed their own tickets, how they had their people running the backstage setup and everything. I know they did things their own way. Perhaps you could share some of your experiences then with our listeners. Well, you know, the, uh, the, the, the best thing that I ever did with them was, was getting involved in Las Vegas at the university stadium there called the Sam Boyd Silver Bowl. And those shows in uh, Grateful Dead folklore are probably amongst the most exciting and probably the most recent, um, you know, in, in their in their later history because Jerry died in 95. Right. Dick's so Picks has all so, of those shows available. Yes. So from 91 to 95, it was a very exciting time. Um, at, at the end of 1990, let me see. Yeah. At the end of 90, Bill Graham was managing Leonard Skinner, and I did a couple shows with Bill as a promoter. And when a, when a manager promotes his own act, he can't commission the act for whatever the income is. Interesting. He has to either be the promoter or he has to be the manager. He can't be both, otherwise that's a double dip, right? So meaning, meaning that I can't take 10% of your money if I'm also promoting you and I can make money over there. Right. That's just not fair to anybody. Right. So Bill was being my co-promoter on the date, which means he's not the manager anymore. Both dates lost money. And I said to Bill, as the manager, hey, how about renegotiating the fees here so they're lower so the promoters don't lose as much? He goes, I'd love to do that, but since I'm the co-promoter, i got to take the hit with you. 
And, and that's just the way it goes this time. He goes, but don't worry. Trust me, I'm good for it. And it was just a few weeks later at the beginning of the year in 91 where I was talking to uh, the guy at, at uh, BGP that takes care of the dead. His name's Bob Barsotti. And uh, he mentioned to me that they were looking at doing this stadium in April in Vegas. And I said, now this is 1991 now. And I said, well, Bob, you know, Vegas is really my area for promoting. You guys don't ever go in there anymore. Um, and there is this kind of unspoken trust amongst promoters, meaning you're not going to go into a market that somebody works day in and day out sure. and take shows away from them that they should be doing. What you do is you offer that local promoter a split on it, and you do it together. And that way you got your butt covered in the market locally that you can't be in by yourself, and, and you got a good partner there. So they, uh, Bob says, well, I don't know. We've been working on this Vegas date for a long time. I said, go ask Bill. Oh, that's he great. Say, he comes back and he goes, well, he goes, what do you got, pictures of him with goats or something? What's going on? That's, uh, hey, Danny, we've got to get to another track. I want to make a quick comment, though. That was the Brent Midland years, right? Because I loved Brent when he played keyboards with the dead. So we're going to get to another track here. No, actually, actually, those were the Vince years. Brent was already gone. Oh, Melnick, yeah. okay. That's right, Brent. Those, those were all Vince Wellnick. Remember, Vince he was Wellnick, doing yes. the Teenage Wasteland and everything. Yes, yeah. and then Bruce Hornsby after him. We're going to get to a track, and Danny has a legacy with this artist, too. Here's School's Out by Alice Cooper.
R-F-U-A. Couldn't have picked a more appropriate song at this time of year. i got to be honest with you. Let's bring back the legend, Mr. Danny Zalesko. Danny, why don't you talk a little bit about Alice? I know you guys are an Italian. We say goombas. So, you know, I'd love to hear about it. It's difficult to pick out any uh, anything individual with him. Uh, here, how about this? Um, he likes to play golf. He's one of those oh, guys yeah. who oh, plays yeah. a lot of golf. You know what he likes to play? Hmm. First thing in the morning. When I say first thing, I mean he's there when the sun comes over the horizon, and and he's done in an hour and a half, two hours. Wow! He's the first one out. He's the first one out every day. Wow. Um, our, our own swell Ozzy is a Ozzy is a huge Alice Cooper fan. I mean, he's Danny, a, I w- Danny, I wanted to quickly ask you. I know you have a history with him. Are you involved with the Alice Cooper Christmas pudding uh, shows that he does in Arizona? Yeah, we started doing those almost twenty years ago at the Celebrity, and then it moved for a while, and then it's back at the Celebrity Theater. It's, it's really one of the best uh, concerts we do all year. It's usually the first or second weekend of December. Yeah, wait till December year too. And, and, and it's always a heart attack waiting to find out which friends of his he gets to play. And we usually don't find out to within a month or so because <laughs> it's around Christmas. And, you know, I can't believe some of these people. They actually anybody, make anybody who's any, anybody who's anybody in rock and roll, especially on the guitar. And so many huge names play with Alice. Oz, how many Alice Cooper shows have you seen? Well, Alice took a break for a while and wasn't on the road for his health. So I, I guess I've probably seen him 45, 50 yeah, times. I Amazing. <laughs> he loves That's all. You know, 40 or 50. Almost I, as much I, I as lived, Danny. I lived in New York, and he's going to come through once a year. And if you go once a year in 20 years, there's your 20 shows. Oh, you you know, it's funny you guys say that because uh, we, Petrelli, yeah. when he was where, before he got fired, he was <laughs> the reinvention of Alice in the early 90s had to do. I know Alice had uh, Al Petrelli in the band and... Uh-huh. Sherinian. Derek, yeah. And they had just got out of Berkeley, and they had somehow they were in the. And Eric Singer, I think. All three of those guys lived together in Berkeley together, and they were all bros, and they all wound up in Alice's band. It's a small world. They weren't happy when they stole Singer from him. <laughs> I can, yeah, I can imagine that. Hey, hang on, everybody. We got to uh, get to a stop set here. We got more great music coming up, and our special guest who we could talk to for like eight hours. Oh, God. Yes. Danny Zalisco, and he's got a brand new book out called All excess it's like a phone book a must-have we got to talk about it so stick around right here so well radio rfua there's more swell radio rfua radio for unsigned artists on the answer san diego swell radio would like to thank our sponsors vox direct brock scott photography brenniger chiropractic always metal auto and metal recycling last day's tattoo mary's donuts lakeside ramona main stage theater rock and roll san diego conlin digital media and the arena law group without their sponsorship our show would not be possible Vox Direct recognizes the challenges of COVID-19 for small businesses and to help you stay connected with your customers, they're offering special versions of their advanced voice and text marketing services completely free. You heard that correctly, completely free during the COVID-19 outbreak. Now that we're all working from home, you can turn on group cell phones and make a unified phone system. There's text marketing and voice at all in one platform, virtual receptionist, two virtual extensions, and a toll-free number 
for your business. Text important messages to your customers and employees. Customers can reply directly to your messages. Unlimited keywords, subscribers, and list. Easy to use templates and unlimited inbound calls and texts. This special support package will be provided for free with no strings attached and no credit cards required throughout the duration of the pandemic. Call today for more information. 1-844-800-7154. That's 1-844-800-7154. That's right, Jimmy's Famous Restaurant, Santee, California. 9635 Mission Gorge Road, long-running eatery and sports bar, serving American comfort food in a casual diner-like atmosphere. Jimmy's Famous Restaurant and Sports Bar, 619-448-8994. That's 619-448-8994. Remember, Jimmy's Famous Restaurant, Santee, California. Hey, this is Mark Hutman, the Shred Guru, and I'm here rocking with my friends from SLED on Swell Radio, RFUA. Shred on. Welcome back to RFUA Swell Radio. Radio for unsigned artists on The Answer, San Diego. Swell Radio, RFUA, bringing back Mr. Danny Zalisco. Now, I want to, you know, talk a little bit about All Excess. It's a great book. I saw the forward is written by Kirk Gibson. Now, Kirk Gibson, that's not the pitcher, I mean, the baseball player, is it? Yeah, it is. Okay. It's, uh, it's, the, it's the guy that hit that uh, that home run in the 88 World Series. Oh, yeah. For the Dodgers. Oh, yeah. Infamous. Every October, we get to see that about 500 times, right? <laughs> That's unbelievable, man. What, what happened was what happened was uh, Bob Melvin, who now manages the Oakland A's, and I were friends, and he was managing the Diamondbacks in the early 2000s, and Kirk was his bench coach, and uh, he invited he invited him to come and see my Who concert. I was doing that was in the beginning of '07. Uh, we became really good friends from that uh, then on, and then a couple of years later, Kirk was named manager of the Diamondbacks. He called me up one day and says, "Hey, man, you got that other." house you use down the street for storage you mind if i use the bedroom and stay there because i didn't bother to get a house i'm living in a hotel so i said fine so he moved into that house which is now my office and then he asked alan trammell if he wanted to come and stay there so he's in the hall of fame now and he had alan trammell sleeping in my daughter's bunk bed in the other room tiger teammates Um, from the 84 tigers and we know our baseball here on this show that's right that's right man you know and and he was uh, he was a great roommate, and I couldn't think at the time when all this went down with the book and everything, I couldn't think of anybody else who was around with me during some pretty intense periods. That uh, you know he had a good look at everything that was going on around me and could make a, a good comment or two outside of my usual friend you know friend comfort zone. Well, and uh, he's, he's great. It's crazy because the guys in Sled, like uh, we we have, we go all way back. You know, Pete and I grew up in New York with the Bronx Bombers. You know, we knew Bernie Williams pretty well. We uh, I played with Bernie. You know, Pete Bernie's a jazz guitar player. Pete played some gigs with him. Yeah. Um, Wellsy yeah. lives here in Dago. You know, the perfect game, May seventeenth, nineteen ninety eight. 
I mean, you know, Kerry is a phenomenal yeah, our own Kerry Oakland Athletics fanatic. Great you baseball know? player, Kerry Rothman. Padre fanatic. He's and his, Tim Flannery's here. Yeah, and Kerry's finally getting his wish because he's getting to watch his Padres actually just yeah. annihilate everybody this year. So we're loving it, man. But so baseball, sports all go with music, man. I know Brian Weech really tight with Tony La Russa. I mean, all yeah, excess. Too. All excess. This book is phenomenal. It's I got to like be a honest. Yellow pages. It's huge. I mean the pictures, but, you know, the stones. I mean, you name it. They're in this book. It's like an encyclopedia of rock. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> and muddy the waters. Thing, you know, just the thing that I really the, the, the thing I really wanted to do, in, in addition to have all great names and, and things that people could relate to, was in the way that I made the book was as important to me in order for it to be read properly. And if you notice in there, instead of having, don't you hate it when you're reading a novel or a book or autobiography, whatever, and they stick about six or eight photo pages together, and that's what you get for the whole right. book? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I hate that. What what I agonized with for a couple of years, finishing it up, was how much they were telling me, no, it's not the standard way to make a book by putting the pictures in as part of the story. I said, but the pictures tell the stories with the stories. I, you know, finally, I just said, enough. So it ended up costing me more than $5 more a book to do it that way. But I, I just wanted to do it that way, which is the pictures go with the story so you know what you're looking at and reading the whole time. And, and on top of that, where the cost really came in, it's all on photo quality paper instead of that crummy paper they do the words on. Yeah, so, and I mean, I'm glad you stuck to your guns because you're right. It does add a lot to the story when you're seeing the timeline, the era when the story was happening. I mean, it, it, it pulls the story all together, and I'm I'm really glad you you did that for sure. You know, um, we've got a minute, about a minute till we get to uh, John Prine, and I know John Prine is somebody incredibly special to you, and I, and I had the pleasure of meeting him a couple of times, and just the nicest guy in the world. If anybody that's listening is a John Prine fan, and if you're not, you, you ought to be, so check yeah. him out. Oh, he's amazing. But if you are a fan, in, in, on October 3rd through 10th, they're doing a John Prine week in Nashville, oh, cool. and uh, with a bunch of performances by his friends, and just a way to finally celebrate his life now that things are opening up, because this poor guy died by himself in April last oh. year. Uh, his wife couldn't be with him. Oh. Nobody could be with him. Uh, he was at the at the very beginning of all those problems that we had. And um, I had just seen him a couple months before for Christmas. We were together at his place. And uh, I miss him terribly. But, you know, the good thing is, is there's videos and music and, and all this stuff he left behind. And, and the, the song that I had mentioned, somebody said, what song do you want to hear? There's a song that he did on his last album called The Tree of Forgiveness, which I think is going to win a bunch of Grammys or already did. I don't know which. Uh, but there's a song called When I Get to Heaven that, that he wrote um, that talks about how he's going to start smoking cigarettes and drinking again when he gets to heaven uh, because he had health problems and he had to slow down. But he was the most fun guy after a show to hang out with for a few hours and BS and shoot the breeze. Um, you, know, you, you know, Danny, yeah. when you talk about When I Get to Heaven, why don't we go to, let's go to that track, John Prime, When I Get to Heaven, you guys. Swell Radio, RFUA. When I get to heaven, I'm going to shake God's hand, thank him for more blessings than one man can stand. Then I'm going to get a guitar and start a rock and roll band, check into a swell hotel. Ain't the afterlife grand? And then I'm going to get a cocktail, vodka, and ginger ale. 
Yeah, I'm gonna smoke a cigarette that's nine miles long. I'm gonna kiss that pretty girl on the tilt of the world. Cause this old man is going to town. <laughs> Then as God is my witness, I'm getting back into show business. <laughs> I'm gonna open up a nightclub called the Tree of Forgiveness and forgive everybody ever done me any harm. Why well, I might even invite a few choice critics, those syphilitic parasitics, buy them a pint of Smithics and smother them with my charm. Cause then I'm gonna get a cocktail, vodka and ginger ale. Yeah, I'm gonna smoke a cigarette that's nine miles long. I'm gonna kiss that pretty girl on the tilt of world. Yeah, this old man is going to town. get to heaven, I'm going to take that wristwatch off my arm. What are you going to do with time after you bought the farm? And then I'm going to go find my mom and dad. And good old brother Doug, well, I bet him and cousin Jackie are still cutting up a rug. I want to see all my mama's sisters, because that's where all the love starts. I miss them all like crazy. Lesser little hearts. And I always will remember these words my daddy said. He said, Buddy, when you're dead, you're dead. I hope to prove him wrong, that is, when I get to heaven. Cause I'm gonna have a cocktail, vodka, and ginger ale. Yeah, I'm gonna smoke a cigarette that's nine miles long. I'm gonna kiss that pretty girl on the tilt of work. Yeah, this old man is going to town. Yeah, this old man is going to town. Well, radio, RFUA, amazing. Yeah, baby. John Prine, the legend, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Always What a good loved, guy. never Great forgotten. Drink. Great drinking song. <laughs> you know, and he just it could turn a phrase, like just so, it was so easy for him in, in all his songs. He just had this natural way of putting a story together. I want a hit yeah. of that 90 mile long cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's cool, that, it's cool that Nashville's doing something for him. We played in Nashville uh, about 11, 12 years ago. Great people, so much fun there. We got to play at Cannery Row. We were on tour with Tesla. And that is just such an amazing music city. So, by all rights and means, who else could ex you expect to do something like that for, for a guy like John Prime but Nashville? So, yep, it's a whole family deal. So, Danny, just a quick question. So, I know that uh, concert promoters kind of stay in their own turf, as you were saying, like, 
you know, everybody has their area. Yeah, well, exactly. Um, So you're still running the Phoenix market. Is is that your world? Have you expanded? Well, I've expanded many times over the years, but it's it's much different now than than when I was coming up because when I was coming up, all the groups that are huge now were were like little and they were new and, and we all grew up together and with the consolidation of all the promoters in the early 2000s, um, you, you ended up with a couple of major, major players in the business so that so much of it is controlled by the fact that these people have the money to offer 30, 40, 50 shows at a time to enact and say, play all of our places, do it all for us. It kind of leaves guys like me on the outside looking in of a lot of those shows. So you have to kind of reinvent yourself. And um, I ended up, uh, I got a lot of shows that I do in Phoenix, and I'm going all over the country with uh, this summer. I got Bachman Cummings, or Randy Bachman and Burton Cummings from the Guess Who, Bachman Turner. We're doing a bunch of dates with nice. them. Nice. Um, I'm doing uh, a lot of Frankie Valley dates. We're doing Alan Parsons all over oh, the place. Oh, I love so, Alan. There you go. Love Alan. So in, adi- in addition to you know doing a lot of shows at home in the Phoenix area, um, I do get around and we go to Vegas and Albuquerque and all that. And I'm pretty much close to home except for with these guys that I've become really good friends with over the years. And I and I, over the years I keep asking, well, where else could we do this? We have so much fun together. We do good business together. Let's do some more business. So I end up, I'm ending up with five and 10 and 15 shows with a number of, of different acts and markets that they don't normally play. And, and I go in there and we have fun. So it's not stealing from anybody. It's like nobody's raising their hand to ask. I might as well, right? There you go. Hey, we got to throw it over to Carrie, Danny. Carrie, what's coming up? Hey, what? this is Carrie. Hope you're enjoying your Saturday nights. we got the legendary Danny Zalisco, promoted them all. Glad to have him on the show. Stick around for the sled track of the week. we got Ozzy's Music Minute right here on Swell Radio, RFUA. There's more Swell Radio, RFUA, radio for unsigned artists. On The Answer, San Diego. For all your tattoo and piercing needs, make sure you check out Last Day's Tattoo, 4919 Newport Avenue, San Diego, California, 92107. That's Ocean Beach, California. Call John or any of his wonderful artists. Piercing, tattoo, anything. 619-546-5150. That's 619-546-5150. Last Day's Tattoo. Hey, this is John with John Campos and the Incurables. And this is Danny Wasson. And we're on Swell Radio, RFUA. Keep rocking. Welcome back to RFUA Swell Radio. Radio for unsigned artists. On The Answer, San Diego. Swell Radio RFUA. Hey, it's Carrie. We're back again. Get a cold one, guys. You know what time it is. It's time for the Aussie Music Minute. Take it away, Oz. Welcome to the Swell Aussie Music Minute. This week, Michael Shanker. He made his professional debut at the age of 11 with his brother Rudolph and their band, The Scorpions. Their first album, Lonesome Crow, was released when he was only 16 years old. Three years later, he would leave the band to replace Bernie Marsden in UFO. 
His time in UFO was turbulent, with Shanker quitting the band three times before finally leaving for good. In 1978, UFO recorded what I consider the best live album ever, Strangers in the Night, which was actually released a year after Shanker left the band to rejoin the Scorpions, and they came up with the classic album Love Drive at the time. Next, Shanker auditioned to be part of Aerosmith. He claimed he was offered the job, but turned it down. Steven Tyler has long disputed that claim. Shanker was at one time offered the job of replacing Fast Eddie Clark and Motorhead, but turned it down because he disliked Lemmy. His next band was the Michael Shanker Group, with Grand Bonnet on vocals. They released the album Assault Attack. Bonnet was replaced by Gary Barden after only one performance because he didn't get along with Shanker either. His next stop was a collaboration with Robin McCauley, the well-known McCauley Shanker. Finally, his last stop was Temple of Rock, which featured Herman Rarebell and Francis Buchholz, both former members of the Scorpions. They released the brilliant album Bridge the Gap. I've seen this many times. It's excellent. Shanker then received the Rock and Roll Lifetime Achievement Award from his old friend Coverdale. He is the guitar player's guitar player. Kirk Hammett and Mike McCready have both singled him out as their favorite guitar player. Mike actually had a Shanker cover band before he made it big in Pearl Jam. If you're not familiar with Shanker, check this guy out. He gets overlooked, in my opinion, but he is the man. And there you have it, the Swell Ozzy Music Minute on Swell Radio RFUA. Yeah, I know. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, as we were saying before, we have a brand new sled track from upcoming new Fifth album staring in the screens. This title is Kill Shot.
brand new sled from our upcoming next album, Staring at Screens. That's Kill Shot. It's been a great show. We've had legendary Danny Zalisco this, this week. I mean, it's such an amazing show. Danny, thank you so much, man, for giving us your time, which is really, really valuable. We could talk to you for weeks, literally weeks, going through your book. Well, I hope I got weeks. Yeah, well, you know what? It, it, this book is a must-have. If you love rock and roll, if you want the behind-the-scenes, you want photos that nobody's ever seen before you really spent a lot of care on this book and you can it really shows Coffee. Well, i appreciate that it, it, it was a, a long time coming it was a lot of fun doing it and if anybody cares it's at dzplive.com happy to sign it if anybody wants and um we also got a kindle at amazon too if that's the way you do your books these days I got to tell you, it's my vote for Coffee Table Rock and Roll Book of the Year. Fantastic. I I say it's another chapter in the rock and roll Bible of all time. You got to put this, this is another, the Job of rock and roll, perhaps. I mean, it's a must have. We're going to have to have you back because we want to hear more stories because you have just such a unique perspective. It's been an absolute treat. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you're enjoying your Memorial Day. We want to say thank you to Danny Zalisco, everybody. Yeah, Danny. Yes, sir. Unbelievable show. We want to take a minute to say thank you to all those that have given their lives for our freedom on this amazing Memorial Day. And props to our brother, Donnie Lithgow. Donnie, we're thinking about you who just passed away. My name's Peter DeLuke. My name's Dino DeLuke. My name's Kerry Rothman. That means I was Swalazi. And I'm Coe Lewis. Have a great Memorial Weekend. Thanks for tuning in, America. Thank you, San Diego. How about those Padres? We'll see you next week. Same bad time, same bad yeah, channel man. on Swell Radio. R-F-U-A. Good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us for Swell Radio, R-F-U-A, radio for unsigned artists. Join us next week at this same time as the celebration of rock and roll music, both past, present, and future continues. To learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor, visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com. This has been Swell Radio, RFUA, radio for unsigned artists. On The Answer, San Diego.